Yes, we are officially uh, live here at the uh, beautiful plush studios in uh, Glendale, California. Not really beautiful and plush. It's, it is what it is, but we are live for another day. Oh, I, you know what? I'm just overwhelmed because we got the, the, the one computer here, the, uh, the board, uh, op and, you know, going into the feeds here. And then we, this, this right here. And then we have on this one, uh, show notes and just stuff that I get emailed or, uh, uh, people send me or even, uh, Producer man, uh, whatever. But I got to tell you, when I go to the National Review or I go to uh, the Daily Caller or, hell, The Hill, these websites have so many pop-ups and so much um, malware and spyware and I mean, you want to talk about viruses and 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 bugs? Uh, they make uh, a bathhouse in West Hollywood, okay, in the eighties. They 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 make that place look uh, virus free. All right, if you know what I'm saying, you know. Jesus, I I just had but before we went on the air, I had to restart this whole computer. I had to restart this whole computer. It's a nightmare. So if you go now, uh, if you, I guess, uh, have an iPhone, that's the one good thing about the iPhones. You don't get the, uh, you don't get the viruses and things of that nature with the iPhones. It seems with PCs and I know they got to do it on purpose. <sighs> Anyways, uh, we got a big show, a lot, a lot of stuff. We're going to try to get to everything today. A lot of stuff breaking, uh, we got, uh, what, do we, what do we got? Uh, we got new polls. I know we always start our show with poll talk. We got polls. We got Doug Band. That's the big story going around. Doug Band ratting out Bill Clinton. We have, uh, what else? I'm looking at my, at the list. Oh, we've got uh, Ashwan Mashman. I, I, I never pronounce it. The Asian kid over the Daily Beast, who's basically made his career on writing about Donald Trump. He's at it again. We always love to dissect a Ashwan Mashman uh, story. We always love to do that. So he, he's at it again. Uh, we have... Uh, Eric Gardner's family members going off about Hillary Clinton. And it's funny because when Eric Gardner got choked, remember Eric Gardner was the, the real large uh, heavy set man who got uh, uh, choked in uh, New York City. He was selling loose cigarettes. And uh, they tried to arrest him. He resisted arrest. They got him in a chokehold. Talked about not being able to breathe. He eventually died uh, of a heart attack, not from being choked out. That was broadcasted ad nauseum every single day. 
the family members were broadcasted every single day. I mean, that you couldn't escape uh, Eric Gardner. I mean, you, you couldn't escape Eric Gardner. You couldn't escape the family. You, you couldn't escape uh, liberals on MSNBC and CNN and every other network talking about police being scum and they're horrible and they're murderers and throw in the Daily Beasts in the Washington Post and the New York Times, scum, 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 cops, horrible, evil, garbage, puke, you name it. Well, uh, WikiLeaks comes out. They've got a bunch of emails uh, basically talking about how to use uh, Eric Garner's death to their advantage. Basically campaign off Eric Garner's death to the point where Erica Gardner went on Twitter and tweeted up a storm. I mean, tweeted up a storm. She said, I'm troubled by the revelation that you and this campaign actually discussed using Eric Garner. Why would you want to use my dad? I mean, this should be a big story, considering for about a month straight, the Eric Garner story captivated the nation. Captivated the nation. Like I said, from the Daily Beast to the Washington Post to the New York Times, cops suck. Republicans suck because Republicans are always tied into bad cops. These poor black people, they're just systematically hunted by evil white cops. You know the story. You know the narratives. And here you have Erica Gardner's daughter saying, why would you want to use my dad? And then she said, I'm very interested to know exactly what Corey uh, Sirari, whatever, I don't even know how you pronounce the last name, C-I-O-R-C-I-A-R-I, meant when he said, I know we have an Erica Garner problem. I mean, again, where's the media covering this? Because they sure the hell covered Eric Garner's death 24 hours a day. I mean, hell, Hillary Clinton paraded the, the, the Eric Gardner family, they, the, the what, the Sandra Blonde family. Remember the, uh, the camp, uh, the, what was it, uh, the convention. Remember the convention? Remember the, the, they had the, all the families up there. And no one's talking about this. No news. No news covering this. No, no hack tapper. No hack tapper. Instead, you know what the Daily Beast is is probing? You want you want to know what Ashwan Mashman at the Daily Beast is talking about? Donald Trump's obsession with a Playboy playmate. Some I don't know eight years ago, 
That's what Ashwan Mashman is obsessed with. And where does he get the information from? Anonymous sources. Showrunners. Anonymous showrunners. They can't go on the record because they have a disclosure. That's what's... So you have people that signed paperwork that said they won't disclose anything that happened on the show, and yet they're disclosing things that happen on the show. What a bunch of scumbags. I mean, what a bunch of lowlifes. But yeah, so that's what they're talking about. That that That's the big probe. Erica Gardner? Nope. I would think this would be a big story. I would think this would be a big story. I think Rachel Meadow, Rachel Meadow, would be talking about this. Hell, remember, remember, Erica Gardner, when she gave her speech, Reverend Al, Reverend Al was behind her when she gave her speech. That's what I'm saying. The left loved it. They loved it. They loved it. Plastering this girl all over the news. They they loved it. Awesome. And here she is saying, hey, hey, what do you mean? What do you mean, use my dad? What do you mean you got an Erica Gardner problem? And the media is like, shh, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Where's Reverend Al? He was so quick. He was so quick to be behind Erica Gardner. He was so quick to get his name associated with Erica Gardner and Eric Gardner. He was quick. Man, he was, boom, he was Gloria Allred quick. He was quick. Bang. But I guess nobody's too quick to report on the Clinton campaign saying, how do we use this? How do we use this death? Remember, liberals are always so, you know, oh, my God, this is horrible. Oh, these poor people. Yeah. Liberals are, are, are more heartless than you could ever imagine. Okay? Than you could ever imagine. Here they are basically talking about using the death of Eric Gardner. Like using it to win an election, or at least try to win an election. They don't care about black folk. They don't care about police brutality. They don't care about any of that. So the media is eh, go figure, go figure. But seriously, Ashwan Mashman, the Daily Beast. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna tell you this is this is what he was covering today, okay? This, uh, like I said countless times, if Hillary Clinton 
pulls out this victory, if she steals this victory, I have no idea what any of these people are going to do. I have no idea what they're going to do. They, they, they have no jobs. Seriously, I mean, they really have no jobs. They've all made their living writing about Trump for the last year and a half. Rather, it's Colbert doing an entire program revolving around Donald Trump or Seth Meyers. I mean, the list goes on and on. The Daily Beast, that's all they do. This, this Ajwan Majman. If, if you see what I love to do is when these hacks write their stories. I love to click on stuff. I love to click on the picture to see what they look like because they always look exactly like you envision them to look. You, you always, you're, you're always right. Trust me, you're always right. But then I like to see what they've been writing about. Where's their bread and butter? And someone like this Ajwan Majman, if you click on his link, you look at what he's been writing about, it's just Trump. It's just Trump after Trump after Trump after Trump. What does this guy write about? If Hillary wins, they're not going to do anything important. They're not going to write about any of this Clinton stuff. They're not going to write about Doug Band. They're, they're not going to write. First off, it's always amusing to hear people like the Daily Beast or MSNBC criticize any media that favors Republicans. It's, 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 it's thoroughly entertaining to watch them call any media that favors Republicans right-wing media. Right, that's right-wing media. But you never hear anybody call the Daily Beast left-wing media. When Hack Tapper talks about the Daily Beast, he doesn't go, the left-wing site, Daily Beast, never says that. And this goes back to stuff that I've talked about on this show before, because people on the left, they are convinced they are right on everything. They're convinced they are right on everything. Every position they have is the right position. I mean, just just everything in their lives are right. And if there's something skewed, they justify it by, well, the alternative is much worse than what I'm doing or what I support or what we have. So by default, I'm right or the position is right. So the Daily Beast, the Huffington Post, none of them are considered left-wing websites. They're websites. They're information websites. 
And when people talk about Breitbart, what do they say? Steve Bannon, who uh, took a, a leave from running Breitbart, is now running Donald Trump's campaign. But yet, you never hear anybody bring up the fact that a company called IAC owns the Daily Beast. And Chelsea Clinton sits on the board of directors of IAC. And if you look at articles in the Daily Beast, it's all about dumping on Trump, dumping on Republicans, dumping on anything that goes against liberal propaganda, and IAC also owns Newsweek. Remember those stories that were coming from Newsweek about a month ago? Remember the news stories? Oh, Trump uh, does, you know, does this in China. Trump does business in Cuba. Newsweek, Daily Beast, they're owned by IAC. Chelsea Clinton sits on the board. But nobody says anything about that. Nobody says anything about that. So it's just fascinating to, to, to just watch how all of these people act. And it's going to be fascinating to see what happens after the election. I mean, listen, for the Daily Beast and Ashwan Mashman and anybody on the list, Colbert, what is Trump win? Because they'll have four years of careers. Can you imagine Colbert was? I mean, he's because he's gone if Trump doesn't win. He's gone. CBS is giving him the hook. He's gone. People like Aswin Sombanga. I don't even know how you pronounce the last name. S U E B S A E N G. Sasabang. Oh, Swan. I, I don't even know. So you've got, and, and again, nobody brings up the fact that Chelsea Clinton sits on the board of the company that owns the Daily Beast. But just to give you a little insight on, on what. Aswan Sasaban is all about. Here's his articles. Here, here's his articles and, and everything that he's been doing. Are you ready? Mary Trump wanted apprentice as wife. And this is order. So this is what he's been doing. Okay? These are his most recent articles. You ready? Mary Trump wanted apprentice as wife. Sean Hannity reveals Hillary's fixer. Trump made staff work through hurricane. Porn star becomes 14th Trump accuser. Apprentice staffer, I was groped on set. Called deaf apprentice, retarded. Jagger can't stop Trump using his songs. Trump's walk of fame star destroyed. Hayek hits Trump. He's the real criminal. Kellyanne Conway's sad, sad Sunday. The Inquirer. Hill's a killer 
and a sex freak. Trump called Little John and Uncle Tom. Boys to uh, BSB. Is that boys? The boys to boy. What the hell BSB? But it looks like a boy band. BSB. To Trump. Don't use our song. Breitbart boss. In 2015. I run team Trump. So that's just what Ashwan Sassenbang has done in October. So that's all he's done in October. That's it. That's all he's done. That's what this jerk-off has done for October. And you laugh when I say, what are these people going to do if Trump loses? Because if Trump wins, then he's able to keep writing about Trump. But if Trump loses, what does this guy write about? I mean, what does he write about? And this is just October. October 26th, October 25th, October 23rd, October 22nd, October 17th, October 13th, October 12th, October 20th. Oh, on October 26th, he wrote this, this, he wrote two stories on the 26th. He wrote, Mary Trump wanted apprentice as wife and Trump walk of fame. Destroyed. I mean, Jesus. Two stories about Trump. The social media editor at the Daily Beast, formerly of Mother Jones, and the Bangkok Post. Oh, the Bangkok Post. Ashwan Shmashman. What is Ashwan Shmashman going to do once there's no Trump, if that happens? Because now you see the polls. We'll get to that after my Ashwan Mashman bit. Now, I'm going to click on the button where it says more from Ashwan Mashman. Okay? And, oh! Banned troll planned pre-debate stunt. Hannity and Kelly's cat scratch love fest. RNC brags about going Willie Horton. Who does Hannity work for? Fox or Trump? And we actually talked about that. Because it's funny. A Daily Beast writer, which has Chelsea Clinton sitting on the board of the company that owns the Daily Beast has the grapefruits to ask Sean Hannity, who do you work for? Who do you work for, Ashwan? Then they just keep the the net. Trump to Machado, sit up so you're fired. Trump tried to fire woman he creeped on. Trump, check sex tape. Latina Miss Universe, Trump is a Nazi rat. This is all this kid writes about. That's all he writes about. It's all about Trump. 
Like, what is he right about if there's no Trump? What is Ashwan Mashman right about if there's no Trump? Anybody? Please? Bueller? Bueller? So listen just a little of this story. And the girl that he wrote about, Brandy Roderick, this guy, Ashwan, a letter that said what you wrote is wrong. What you wrote was wrong. You should retract what you wrote. Ashwan Schmashman, who used to work for the Bangkok Post. All right, so here's the little of the story. During the 13th season of The Apprentice, Donald Trump told celebrity contestant and Playboy playmate Brandy Roderick that it must be a pretty picture of her dropping to her knees. That was the oral sex joke that made it on the air on NBC. What didn't was two seasons worth of Trump telling Roderick he wanted to marry her and talking about how badly he wanted to F her. The Playboy model with the perfect body and the gorgeous tits. Three former apprentice employees tell the Daily Beast. Isn't it amazing? The Inquirer or hell. The former Secret Service agent. A guy who's a Secret Service agent writes a book. Okay, Doug, uh, uh, what is it, Uh uh, Gary Brain or Brian, whatever his name is, he writes a book. He talks. He talks about the things that Hillary Clinton has said. He talks about things uh, that he saw from Bill Clinton. He talks about having to to pick up jizz rags, and yet this guy is 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 treated like he's a kook. Yeah, seriously, he's treated like he's a kook. If you don't listen to conservative talk or watch conservative TV, which there isn't conservative TV, there's just one conservative host who happens to be on a network, which is Sean Hannity, because Megyn Kelly is not conservative. She's not a Republican. So unless, unless, you listen to conservative talk or watch Sean Hannity, you wouldn't know who this Gary uh, Breen is. You would have no idea who he is. The Daily Beast doesn't talk about him. MSNBC doesn't talk about him. Stephanopoulos doesn't talk about him. The Post doesn't talk about him. The time, no one talks about him. And when he says, yeah, Hillary Clinton said these things, uh, I, you know, jizz towels a bit. It's dismissed as uh, he's probably just a disgruntled Secret Service agent. But yet, the media, Ashwan Mashman, the Daily Beast, they write an entire article. They, they write an entire article trashing somebody, trashing them. 
trashing them, destroying someone. And their sources, their sources are staffers who spoke on the condition of anonymity, of, uh, 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 due to strict non-disclosure agreements because they were working on the TV production and they had to sign these non-disclosure agreements. Ashwan Mashman writes a huge article based on people who don't put their names with what they said. Because they sign an agreement and they're not holding their end of the agreement, which is kind of amusing and do itself. But yet they were fine while collecting a paycheck from Donald Trump and everybody associated with The Apprentice. They had no problem with that. So the years of these people watching Donald Trump act disgusting and uh, 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 masochistic and just, every, you know, like he's the guy from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. They had no problem with it as long as they were making six figures as showrunners or whatever the hell it was. Because these, these people are talking two years. So for two years, they're just going, holding the boom mic. This disgusting pig. He's disgusting. Oh, thank you for my paycheck. Disgusting pig. Vile. Di- and then they go and talk to Ajwan Majman. And tell him all these again. A guy who's who, he he's like, hey, hey, I, I'm a secret service agent. Look, here's my name. Here you check me out. Here I am. I saw Bill Clinton stooping Walter Mondale's daughter. I picked up towels full of Bill Clinton's jizz. Hey, I went and people are like, ah, who are you? You're just an a-hole. You're bah, bah, bah. But anonymous, no name, no picture, just just whoever is allowed to say stuff. I mean, listen, for all we know, these people don't exist. Aishwan Majman, making this up out of hearsay. Because remember, this Aishwan Majman is the one that wrote the story about Donald Trump calling little John Uncle Tom. All of these anonymous people were saying it was going on for days and days and it was this huge thing. And, and little John came out and said, uh, it wasn't a huge thing. Happened one time. We told Trump, hey, that's not cool. Don't say that. And he went, okay. So according to the person that was involved that has his name attached, he said it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't this huge production that Ajwan Majman of the Daily Beast said it was, according to anonymous staffers. Well, John said, no, happened the one time we told Trump, don't say that, and he went, okay. It's just, it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. The three former apprentice employees 
said Trump kept proposing to her and telling her how beautiful he was. I think he was trying to be charming, said one apprentice staffer, recalling Trump's words with Roderick during the Apprentice 8 season. The second edition of Celebrity Apprentice. The staffer spoke on the condition. Well, I told you about that. Let's see what else. At the time of both seasons, which aired respectively in 2009 and in 2013, Trump was married to Melania. See what I'm saying? So it's like Ashwan Mashman and the Daily Beast have no problem writing a story that says, Hey, Melania, Trump was married to you. He was trying to bang this Playboy uh, Playmate model. And all of these anonymous staffers are telling me, Ajwan Majman, what happened. It's like, they have no idea. They're just allowed to do this. And yet, rather it's the Inquirer, rather it's uh, the Gary Breen, well, Breitbart, that's all right-wing propaganda. They're, they're kooks. Doug Breen, yeah, he's, you know what, he's a Secret Service agent, but you know what, he was a, a weirdo. A weirdo? I, I don't know, I haven't seen any reports that the guy had, uh, you know, uh, uh, discipline records being a weirdo. Being a weird, scary Secret Service agent. It, it, it really is just. It's amazing. And again, why is the election rigged? Why is our. For, put the election aside. Why is society. that? Why is where we live, our country, is rigged? Our country is rigged. The left has rigged it because they control the media. And I know if you listen to the show, you hear me talk about this all the time, and I'll continue to talk about this. I'll continue, I, I will continue to be Roddy Piper in the movie They Live, where I tell you to put them glasses on and you see all the aliens. I will continue to beat the drum and tell you when you walk around and you hear these things, you, you, you see these things, and you're told that's the norm. It's not. You believe it's the norm because you're told it's the norm by people at the Daily Beast, Ashwan Mashman, and the Washington Post, and the New York Times, and Hack Tapper on CNN. Imagine if this was not around. Imagine. Imagine if this was not around. Imagine if the news was, was real news, was old school news. I'm Walter Cronkite. We're in Nam. Here's what's going on. Imagine if that's how our news was. It wasn't Hack Tapper or Jeff Zucker sitting around going, um, yeah, okay, what do we got today? Uh, we got the Doug Band. That, okay, you know what? Let's talk. 
you know what? Let's bring on this uh, this girl who said Trump touched her 32 years ago. Okay, now let's. Uh, I mean, that's not news. You know what I mean? That's not news. I mean, you guys realize that right now, bombs are going off in Iraq again. I mean, quietly, just just ever so quietly. There's a war going on. Mosul. There's bombs and bill. I mean, there's so much stuff going on in the Middle East. But nobody's reporting on it. Nobody's talking about it. And again, I will beat this drum until the drum is broke and we get another drum. But we are always going to be where we are as long as the left controls the media. Always remember that. Always remember that. As long as the left is able to push out stories from anonymous people, and that's taken as gospel, but yet when the right tries to do that, it's a bunch of conspiracy kooks. It's crazy. I I watched Wolf Blitzer today and tell a member of Congress that the George Soros owning a company involved with voting machines is just some conspiracy. It's, it's just, it's, and it's not. It's not a conspiracy. That's real. That's legitimate and real. That's legitimate and real. Be so dismissed. If all of a sudden somebody said, uh, yeah, you know, Steve Wynn owns uh, or has a piece of a company that uh, is part of um, our election process. People, the left would be losing their mind. The left would be like, what? Yeah, did you know uh, Phil Ruffin? Uh, he owns a company that owns voting machines. And has somebody that works for one of his companies in pl- people be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, didn't we? Isn't Phil Ruffin friends with Donald? Trump? Whoa, time out, wait a minute. But you watch Wolf Blitz. Oh, that's a conspiracy. No, that's not proven. What do you mean it's not proven? Yeah, it is proven. What's not proven is George Soros and his crew messing around with the machines. Soros going, hey, um, change that number to the... Yeah, that's not proven, but it's been proven that people associated with George Soros are part of a company that control election machines that are in Ohio and I think Arizona or... Nevada, I, there's, I don't know, 14 or 15 states. That's proven. And there's the media. There's Wolf Blitzer telling the low-information voter, that's just a conspiracy. No, it's not. That's real. So the left gets away with writing a story 
about Donald Trump or whoever, whoever doing really bad stuff because somebody conditioned on staying anonymous. But when the right says, hey, you want to hear a story about how uh, Hillary Clinton called somebody a dirty Jew? You want to hear a story about that's unproven? Well, if that's unproven, isn't Ashwan Mashman from the Daily Beast story about Donald Trump trying to bang a Playboy? Isn't that unproven? No, it's not. Why? Because we are the left. And everything we say is right. Everything we feel is right. Our policies are right. Everything about us is right. Perfectly logical to me. It's just, it's insane. It's insane. You got to see the story. It's just insane. The anonymous staffer said when the cameras weren't rolling, Trump's language and comments on the Playboy model would get more graphic. He would say, I would F her. I would take her now. He would say really gross stuff all the time. He would comment all the time saying how incredibly beautiful she was. With this gorgeous and perfect body, he kept leering after her the whole time. She was on the 13th season. She definitely became something of a sexual obsession to him. I, I, again, it, like, astonishing. It's just astonishing. This is a story that's like gospel from Chelsea Clinton's company. This is like gospel. This is gospel. Ashwan Mashman. Ashwan Mashman. 19 articles about Donald Trump. It's just, it's, it's, again, to stop. And Ashwan Mashman, a daily beast. He's, he's, he's one of our favorites. We talk about him, I don't know, every three weeks, maybe. Right? About every three weeks. I mean, he's the worst. The other one that's bad is Gideon Resnick. Gideon Resnick. It's another one. But I don't want to move on to him. We'll keep finishing with Ashwan, and then we're done with this. Then I want to talk about polls. But yeah, an anonymous staffer is able to say all of these things. And what's the point of having non-disclosure agreements? What's the point of having non-disclosure agreements if you're allowed to say everything that you are supposed to say and it can be printed? But as long as it's, you know, an anonymous source, like your name's not put on it, it's all good. It's just amazing. You 
And it keeps going. The Roderick is hardly the only, so now he goes through the whole thing, the only celebrity apprentice at whom Trump apparently hurtled demeaning or insulting language. Three apprentice staffers told the Daily Beast that Trump repeatedly demeaned Marley Matlin, an Oscar-winning actress who he compared on the show's 11th season to mentally retarded, all because she was deaf. Again, these are anonymous staffers, but yet, Here's this long story that's gospel that everybody can report on. And your people like Rachel Maddow uh, uh, talk out. In 2013 season, the same one that featured on your knees comment, Trump repeatedly referred to rapper and contestant Little John's Uncle Tom, even as several producers him to stop. Three staffers told the Daily Beast. Alright, so three staffers told the Daily Beast, and this is gospel, but a former secret uh, service agent picked up comrades. Comrades! Come! Come! Jizz! Semen! Man juice! That Bitcoin left after he got done stupping Walter Mondale's daughter, who's dead. Hey, hey, pick up my comrade. And somehow that, who's he? That's not. What about Ed Klein? Ed Klein's got that book. You don't see anybody talking about it. You don't see George Stephanopoulos talking about it. In the press talking about it. Why? Well, because, you know, he's got an, an act to grind, and his sources are, you know, anonymous. What do, you, what do you mean his sources? He has sources just like the Daily Beast's Ashwan Mashman does. So why is Ashwan Mashman's Daily Beast sources gospel, but Ed Klein's sources aren't? Why? Because Ed Klein is on the right, the stories are about the Clintons, and the media's got to protect the Clintons. The media's got to protect the Democrats. To paint a picture to the American people that everybody in the United States thinks, acts, and views the world the way they do. And guess what? And guess what? For the most part, it works. Trillions of dollars. If you add up all the companies and all the money, they spend trillions of dollars. Showing you commercials of hot chicks eating sandwiches and things of that. Why? Why do companies have advertising budgets that equal a billion bucks, 500 million. Why? Because it works. It's the same thing with the media. If the media tells you every day that Obamacare is good, guess what? You eventually go, okay, Obamacare is good. The media tells you every day, being gay, that everybody's gay. 
what are you are you weird? Everybody's gay. Every everybody's getting married. Every it's what uh, what oh okay. Guys dressed as girls getting awards over girls dying of cancer. Everybody does that. Everybody does. Oh, okay. Guns are bad. Okay, yeah. Cops are evil. There's not one good cop in America. They all systematically wake up in the morning and go, where are the blacks? I need to kill every black. I need to... Well, if the media tells you this day after day after day after day, and then they do a poll that goes, look, the majority of Americans, look, the majority of Americans, eventually, because we get our information from all these places, everybody believes it. That's why the Trump phenomenon and what it is is so scary for people because so many people have felt as outsiders have felt like hey I don't agree with that position but if that poll is coming out that says 92% of the American people do well, I, I, I like the odd man out. Don't want him. Oh, I don't. All right. And then Trump comes along, and you go to a rally, and there's twenty-seven thousand people, twenty thousand people, ten thousand people, eight thousand people, and you're like, "Hey, are you cool with this?" No, either am I. I thought I was a weirdo, and then another person goes, "Hey, me too." And before you know it, there's ten thousand people that are like, "Yeah, we don't agree with that." And I've said it before, win, lose, or draw. These people aren't going away. Millions and millions and millions and millions of these people are not going away. Because everything's been exposed. They now know there's other people just like them. And if the media wants to call all of us racists, xenophobes, homophobes, deplorable Nazis, fine. Fine. But at least the eyes have been opened. At least the eyes have been opened. At least there'll be some sort of resistance. I don't mean to digress. I get very passionate about this stuff. As you see, story continues. Trump also condoned some horrific behavior on the set. Multiple, multiple former staffers told the Daily Beast when actor Gary Busey allegedly sexually assaulted someone on The Apprentice. Trump laughed it off earlier this month. So here's the Daily Beast talking to uh, a staffer who said she was sexually assaulted. Why didn't anybody file charges? I mean, sexually assaulted? That's different than somebody just grabbing you by your ass, right? Hey, baby. Isn't it? Sexually assaulted? That, that, that's like a, a felony. So why, did, why didn't this staffer charges? I mean, seriously, sexually assaulted? 
So you have an NBC show. You have Mark Burnett. I mean, Mark Burnett, Survivor. I mean, Mark Burnett. I mean, the guy's, I think, close to a billionaire. So you got NBC, billion-dollar company. Mark Burnett, close to a billionaire. Donald Trump, billionaire. Gary Busey, meh. That that's I mean Gretchen Carlson got twenty million. Gretchen Carlson, think about this. Gretchen Carlson got twenty million and no one touched her. No one touched her. Gretchen Carlson got twenty million dollars from Fox and not one person touched her. It was supposedly Roger Ailes going, Hey, why don't you uh you know Turn around, hey. We, I mean, it wasn't even, hey, you should be going down on me. You should be tossing my salad, you old hag. You, it was like, why didn't we date? Hey, well, I mean, just innocuous BS, old creepy dude and an old hag. And she got twenty million. Here's a staffer, an employee. An employee of NBC and Mark Burnett, who was sexually assaulted. And nothing? Like, what happened? That, I'm, nothing. Well, you know, it takes girls, even guys, it takes people 30 or 40 years to come forward. Come, listen. I get it. In the 60s, the 70s, talking about 2013, all right? <laughs> we're, we're talking about the 2000s. We're talking about the Obama era. Safe space. Oh, the Halloween costume offended me. Please. If somebody was sexually assaulted, okay, there would have been lawsuits. There would be so much money exchanged between Trump, Mark Burnett, and NBC with this staffer. It would have made your head spin. But it didn't happen. This is just liberal BS. It's liberal BS. It's a bunch of liberal hacks. They make stuff up so they can write a story, so it could paint Trump more as this a-hole jack-off. Like I've said before, all of this stuff ties into Mark Burnett, NBC, and everybody involved. So when you have all of these people talking about this horrible environment and the apprentice year after year after year, what does that say? What Seriously, what does that say about the company? What, what does that say about Burnett? I mean, what does that say about everybody associated with the show? That if you have this set full of racism and sexual abuse and people were cool with it year after year after year after year? I, what does that say about these people? I mean, if you're going to condemn... Donald Trump and the rapers and sexual abuse. What does it say about the people who are along for the ride collecting big, fat paychecks? What does it say about the camera crew? What does it say about all of them? 
How easy would it be? I mean, you're talking about criminal activity. Again, you, you're a cameraman. Well, they don't want to lose their job. What, lose what job? Hi, I'm Bob. Jo- First off, they all have unions. Okay? They're all part of a union. So it's not that easy to, to fire a camera guy. All right? See, these stories, they're all bullshit. And see, I had to swear, and I'm not supposed to swear, and they, they're going to bleep it. You're a camera guy. You're in the union. And you're sitting there watching people being sexually assaulted. You're sitting there watching racism being just all over the place. You, you go to your union head. You go to Mark Burnett. You go to the NBC executives. Yeah, I have a real problem uh, working this program. Why? What's, what's wrong, cameraman Bill? Well, uh, there's women being sexually assaulted. What? Yeah, there's women being sexually assaulted. Uh, There's there's a lot of racism going on. I mean, and that it shut down. It shut down. And if it's not shut down, that cameraman is moved. There's there's no repercussions. You're part of a union. You're talking about racism. You're talking about sexual assault. Amazing. So that's Ashwan Mashman and the Daily Beast. Don't forget. Company that owns the Daily Beast, IAC. Hillary or uh, Chelsea Clinton sits on that board. Don't ever forget that, my friends. Don't ever forget that. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about a little. Di- well, let's do the polls. Okay. Talk to Bob Polls. And then let's go uh, to uh, the Doug Band story, which is fascinating. And I want to talk about this notion of, uh, of uh, people going, well, you know, if it wasn't Trump the nominee, the reporters would be all over it. No, they wouldn't. All of this stuff, listen, stupids, all of this stuff has been there. All of this stuff with the Clinton Foundation has been there. Remember, Peter Schweitzer wrote a book about this. All of this stuff isn't new. It's only new because it's been coming out in WikiLeaks. This stuff has been out there. The media's ignored it. They're too busy investigating apprentice sets. Just stop. We'll be right back. You guys are killing me. It's Rob Zakari Show. Don't forget, listen to us on Spreaker. Don't forget to listen to us on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. Don't forget to listen to us on iTunes. That's not live, but uh, the show will, will get uploaded there right after we get done live. But if you want to listen to live, we're here on uh, Spreaker, and we're also on uh, iHeartRadio. So if you got the iHeartRadio app, click it on. You can listen to us. All right, we'll be right back. This is... Oh, God. Uh, I'm only going to take a quick break. So uh, it's, uh, what are they, I'm trying to see what they're, they're flagging me with something. What are you guys going to, what? What? Oh, geez, that's an old clip. Just do the Baked Alaska stuff. All right. Baked Alaska. They're going to put on Elijah Cummings talking about Black Lives Matter. What are you guys, retarded? It's old. Who cares? 
put out Rob, Rob Carey's Life Matters, okay? All right, go. I'll be right back. It's Rob's Carey Show. Fake Alaska for those of you. Yeah. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet strong. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. And build and build and build and just build the wall. Build and build and build and just build the wall. I just want to make America great. Find us on uh, iTunes. Find us on Blog Talk Radio. Find us on uh, iHeartRadio. I find that people like the Blog Talk Radio. See, I like the Spreaker feed better, but more people listen on Blog Talk. Like, I'll look at the live statistics, and then I'll look at the downloads on Spreaker. Sometimes on Spreaker, it's like, 60 downloads, 100 downloads, or I'll go to iTunes and it's like 200 downloads or 75 downloads. But then I'll go to Blog Talk and it'll be like 1,000 and like 600 live listens. So for some reason, people like the Blog Talk better, but the quality, I think, on Blog Talk sucks balls. I think the speaker has the better, the better sound quality. Just me, well, you know. Who am I? I'm a jerk off over here. All right, so let's talk about these new polls. I know we do the polls every day because I have to point out how just incredibly rigged they are. I mean, they're incredibly rigged. I mean, they're, they're, there's nothing honest about these polls. You realize that, right? You guys realize that. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. We talked about it 
uh, uh, Monday. What the hell is today? Wednesday or Thursday? What is today? Is today Thursday? Or, yeah, today's Thursday. So think about this. No, today's Thursday. It's not Friday. Not unless you're in... Uh, not unless you're in... Uh, Europe. And it's not Friday. It's Thursday. Oh, we talked about it Monday. We talked about it Tuesday. Uh, we did a big thing about this yesterday. You have ABC News. You know, the ABC Washington Post. I remember yesterday we were talking about news poll came out. It officially signaled that these polls were all fugazis. Remember that. Remember. Because you had ABC News poll at 12. And that was the weekend when I was in Texas. The worst state. I know some of my listeners are from Texas, and I'm sorry I'm crapping on Texas. But there's just something about Texas. I'm not just, ugh. This is Texas. Just mosquitoes everywhere. I haven't been sick yet, but I swear I got some weird Dallas, Fort Worth, the Zika virus. I I don't know, something, but it's over. It's finished. Garbage, blah, blah, blah. Then we come out of the weekend, what do we hear? CNN. Oh, whoa, wait a minute, what happened? You, you, you can't you can't have scientific bullshit Trump at twelve and then five have science you can't Anderson Cooper can't tell us about scientific polls they're not supposed to be that off just not you know not Anderson Cooper can't mock a Trump surrogate when a Trump surrogate brings up online polls and says. You know it's not scientific. Oh, what's scientific? Well, all of the networks are scientific. The ABC that says Trump's down by 12. Yes, that's scientific. It's scientific that says that he's down by five from you guys. Yeah. So, in a 12 swing, that's scientific. Well, let me go find Andy Cohen again. Let me show him the manhole cover. Of course not. So we did a big thing about this, and we broke it down. You got ABC News at 12. You got CNN at 5. You got Bloomberg. Bloomberg, and Bloomberg hates Trump. You got Bloomberg putting Trump ahead in Ohio, putting him ahead in Florida, putting only three behind Philly. And then what happens? Fox comes out and says, all right, Trump's down by three. So now I go from 13 you go five, and you go three. And all this happened in less than a week. And what did I say yesterday? Why isn't the media going crazy? Why aren't the Clinton camp going crazy? Why aren't people freaking out? If Trump had a collapse of this epicness, I, people would be losing their mind. People lost their mind when Trump went from being tied to being down 12. People want, it's over. 
It's done. Landslide. Landslide. Trump is done. Well, the same thing has to be done in reverse. If if Clinton went from twelve to three, that's a, a that's nine points. That's nine points. If Trump being down twelve is 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 a landslide and it's an epic failure of a campaign, well, why is the media freaking out? Why aren't people on the left? Why isn't anybody going? Because it's all bull. It's all fake. The polls are rigged. And then today, 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 give you another taste of, of rigs because AP poll comes out. AP. AP puts Hillary Clinton at being ahead of Trump by 13. By 13. And the ABC poll that had Trump at 12 now has Trump only behind six. Get, uh, come on. And these are scientific polls. So the AP's at 13, which, like, seriously, really? And Anderson Cooper has the balls. I said it, the balls, to mock a Trump surrogate with saying online polls are not scientific. Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd has the balls. That scumbag has the balls to say what? What world do you live in? These online polls aren't scientific. They're just, what well, well, Chuck Todd, Sleepy Eyes, what world do you live in where you have a Fox News poll that has Hillary up by three and an AP poll that has Hillary up by 13? And you're going to criticize online polls? Are you insane and and not only had Trump ahead the LA Times UFC poll that consistently had Trump up none of them talk about that they call that the outlier that's the outlier and it's really wrong because there's this black kid who lives in a hut in uh I don't know the swamps of <laughs> Michigan and he just he influenced the thing, and it doesn't count. So we're not going to talk about that. Okay. ABC. How did the a- how does ABC? How did ABC say? Does George Stephanopoulos and his team of retards say that they're both scientific? If you have Hillary in a week, what four days? Hillary Clinton is not only up. I mean, she lost half her lead. So either either Hillary Clinton is in serious trouble or the polls are rigged. Everyone on the left wants to have both ways, and the never Trumpers want it both ways. But you can't. You can't have it, but I'm sorry. 
can't have it both ways. Now stop. Stop. Can't have it both ways. And not make a big deal out of the fact that Hillary Clinton has lost 10 points. You can't. You can't have it both ways. Okay? So, I know you want, I know the liberal world and the never Trump world, but you can't. Not here on this program. Not on the Rob Zakari show. Maybe if you listen to Glenn Beck. Maybe if you, if you listen to Chill Face. Maybe. Maybe if you uh, listen to uh, uh, Herman Munster there. Herman uh, Hewitt Munster. He does look like Herman Munster. Hugh Hewitt looks like Herman. He looks like Frankenstein. His head look. He 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 looks like a cross between Frankenstein and Stephen King. He does. Sorry, that offends some of you. Sorry, I don't mean to offend you, but it does. Sorry. You want both things? Go listen to him. Go listen. Shapiro. That little scumbag. I'm telling you, the, the never troopers watching them lies. And like I said, you know what I equate it to? When, you, when you've when had to fight with your girlfriend or you've had to fight with your best friend or with your parents and get so blown up. You know, where you tell your girlfriend, I hate you. I never loved you. And you realize it's just words. But you also realize you're never going to be able to walk that back. Because that's something that's inside. I'll give you an example. Probably shouldn't air my uh, personal life on the air. But I do. I've done it from time to time. I I have. But uh, at times... I've heard from my uh, girlfriend, and I'm sure uh, she regrets telling me, but I've heard from my girlfriend at times that her mom, uh, at times, has not been too fond of me. Yes. Yes. For no reason, for absolutely no reason, but just, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for her. But I never did anything for it. But this last trip, she tried to be nice with the girlfriend. And be like, you know, I probably judged him wrong, you know, a year or so ago. And I told my girl, I said, she can't walk back. She can't ever walk that back. She can't walk that back. Always, always have in my mind to those things that you told me that she has said. You can't, you can't walk it back. And it's the same thing with the Never Trumpers. And watching Shapiro and Eric Erickson 
and Cheeto Face Glenn Beck, we must come together after the election. We must come They all realize that they did the I hate you, I hate you, I never loved you. And it was like, oh, man, that was just a really bad fight. We're still together, and I still love her, but I said some horrible things to hurt her, and now we're going to always have this hanging in our relationship because when you tell someone you hate them, you don't love them, you wish they were dead, always going to be there. And the same thing. You know, Ben Shapiro wrote an article for the National Review today. And it was basically, hey, the Never Troopers, and he, and he doesn't consider himself a Never Trooper. He, he talks like, like he's the rock in the third party, third person sense. He's like, hey, I mean, let me see if I can punch it up. I don't know if I can punch it up. Because when I went to it before, I got a virus. That's one of those, in the beginning of the show, I say. It's one of those sites that gives you a virus. It's a crappy site. A lot of these, a lot of these sites, rather than the Daily Beast, National Review, full of, they're full of pop-up viruses. I, call, I know they're not necessarily viruses, but I call them viruses. When all of a sudden your computer has the shockwave thing and someone goes, dude, you got to have this protection. That protection. Listen, I, I don't want to have a, a $500 worth of protection on my computer just so I could go to the National Review site to read a bunch of hero article that I can bash on the air. All right? Thoughts not to, to have their sites full of pop-ups. Go earn a living somewhere instead of trying to, to flood people's computers with viruses holes. But anyways, just again, I'm going to read this whole article, but here it is. With Donald Trump uh, playing in the polls just under two weeks from the presidential election, which, I don't know, you go from 12 to 3, and you're up in Ohio, and you're up in Florida, I don't know, failing. You're the never trumper. This Ben Shapiro. Uh, how do they get? How do they get radio? I'm gritted. I'm I'm a putz on on a podcast. But listen, give me 15 minutes, and then uh, give me a 15 minute segment and a 20 minute break to to have a bunch of horrible ads for states and whatever other garbage is on you know, AM radio, and then back to 15 minutes, I'll give you a, I'll do a two-hour or two-and-a-half-hour podcast that really have commercials, so I fill up the time. Give me 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and let me plug a bunch of stuff in there. These guys are horrible. How, they, how they're on the radio, I, I got a theory on that, but we'll get to that two weeks from the presidential election, an open conflict has broken between many of the Republicans voting for Trump and those who see him as a moral and political bridge too far for the Republican Party. More. Look at everything 
everything we've already known about Hillary, but you really couldn't prove because reporters do their jobs, except for Schweizer. And then he can't get any play because media won't pick any of his stuff up. Things that people have suspected about the Clintons. Now that you have this, imagine people like Ben Shapiro, this little jerk-off scumbag, has the balls, actually has the balls to say, I can't vote for Donald Trump because morally, it's a bridge too far. Think about that. Ben Shapiro sits there and looks at everything that's now proven. Like I said, we've all known about this with Hillary, but now it's proven. The Doug Band emails, where Doug Band's like, hey, Clinton, you little scumbag. Your dad is a scumbag. You're, I mean, this Doug Band in these emails is, is blowing the whistle on this entire scheme of the Clintons. And as the Clintons are saying, oh, uh, we're not going to talk about these emails because uh, we can't go through and verify which is real and which is faked by the Russians. Doug Band and his people are like, yeah, those are our emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, those are our emails. And the company that I had, Tenyo or Tenko, whatever the hell it is, never did anything wrong. We never did anything shady. Just going on record saying that. These are our emails. These are all real. What? And here's Ben Shapiro saying, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Is 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 morally and, and politically a bridge too far? Isn't that something? But anyways, it keeps going. For most, the conflict is not based on disagreements about principle. Most never Trumpers despise Hillary Clinton and will not vote for her. Most never Trumpers even feel significant sympathy for the vote for Trump to stop Hillary argument. See how he's talking like he's the Rock. Most ne- He's a never-Trumper. He should say most of us, but he's not. This little piece of crap. He's such a little scumbag. He's a little garden gnome. I like to kick him right in his face. I do. I, w- I would. I would. I kick him right in his face. It's a scumbag. I despise him. Hi, hey, I mean, uh, uh, hi, how you doing? Even conservative talk is it's it's a scam in the sense that they don't put anybody entertaining on. It, it's it's all who you're affiliated with and and money and I just Ben Shapiro has the worst voice. I don't care that he's a lawyer. I don't care that he's a brilliant guy. Hi, hi, it's Ben Shapiro. Hi, how are you? Hi. Guy's a scumbag. Scumbag. Now, I didn't mean to go from polls to Ben Shapiro, but you go from ABC 12 to ABC 6, to AP 13, 14, 
Fox News 3 and Ben Shapiro flailing in the polls. This is October 27th. What, what, what is Ben Shapiro watching? What, 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 what news is he watching? Someone please punch Ben Shapiro right in his effing face. Someone please punch this guy right. Hi, I'm Ben Shapiro. Punch him in his face. All right, so I'll continue. I'm not going to spend too much time because I do want to talk about Doug Band a little more. <sighs> By contrast, most Trump voters despise Hillary Clinton and will not vote against her. Most Trump voters are voting for Trump as a lesser of two evils, not because they support his agenda on trade or trust him as a thoughtful foreign policy sage. Most Trump voters aren't Laura Ingram or Bill Mitchell or Sean Hannity. That's been true since May. Most Trump voters will vote for Trump because they believe that the overriding priority is to stop Hillary from entering the White House. And to that end, they are willing to overlook Trump's myriad of flaws. So why are the two sides of this debate at each other's throat? Because they've projected bad motives onto the other side. On one hand, some never-Trumpers have accused Trump voters of high-handedness. So this is Ben Shapiro. Realizing, just like... Glenn Beck realizes and Eric Erickson realizes that at the end of the day, their warped ideology, what they believe the Republican Party should be, what they think the Republican Party should be, is a minority. Because the majority of the Republican Party don't believe that the party should be cut in the mold of Ben Shapiro. The majority of the Republican Party do not believe that the party should be cut in the mold of Glenn Cheeto Face Beck. That's a fact. People like Glenn Cheeto Facebook and Ben Shapiro realize that they need the Trump voters. They need the Trump voters. The Trump voters don't need them per se if Trump loses to make a run as an independent in 2020, somewhat of a new party, not a Trump party per se, but a more populist, nationalism-style party. And build that party for the next three or four years. Remember, what was my first concept from day one, when there was 15 or 16 people in the primaries, you almost get a feeling that it would be better 
off if Trump lost the primary by people like Cruz or Jeb being dirty, basically stealing the nomination and taking those 15, 16, 20 million voters and starting a third party and creating and building a network, building a real movement. Because remember, the Tea Party, the Tea Party, and a lot of what it gets the Glenn Becks and the Eric Erickses, a lot of what gets them all upset is they created the Tea Party, which was looked at as a joke. It was a group of Republicans that were fed up with the cucks of the party, and so they were going to create their own wing, their their own branch, and this was going to be this powerful branch, and this, and they had no leadership. They had no leadership, and in turn, the Tea Party faded away. I mean, they named themselves after a sex act, for Christ's sakes, okay? Just shows you the leadership of the Tea Party. We are the Tea Party. We are the tea baggers. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, part, you're tea bagging. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Cool. So you're having a guy put his balls in your mouth. Is that, that's great. Stupid. No, nobody ever clued you guys in. The whole Tea Party teabagging, nobody, nope, Mm mm-hmm, okay. So part of, you know, my my spiel a year ago was, "Eh, maybe it'd be better if we started our own thing. And that's where we are now. And that's where the Ben Shapiros and the Glenn Backs, that's what's got them to Eric Erickson's, that's got them freaking out. Because they know if Trump loses, well, Trump wins, they're all effed. But if Trump loses, Trump takes the 10 to 15 to 20 million people, they create a network, they create a third party. And now, that nucleus siphons votes from Democrats and siphons votes from Republicans and actually wins the presidency in 2020 as a third party. Remember, Bill Clinton barely won. He, or I should say, barely got 40% and won the presidency. Remember, Bill, Bill Clinton won the presidency well south of 50%. Ross Perot had almost 20%. Trump could get 20% if he ran as a third party. He has 20%. He has 20% now that no problem voting for him. I say 30%. Well, you take that 30%, like I've said before, you only need another 12 or 13%. So now you got the, the Ben Shapiros. They're freaking. And he goes on, after the election, which Trump is almost sure to lose, most Republicans will grieve. 
Never Trumpers will grieve at the lost opportunity to stop Hillary Clinton and at paving her way by nominating a man uh, eminently unfit and incapable of running even a half-decent campaign. They will lament the damage done to the party by spending months snorting at sexual assault allegations and shrugging at playing footsie with the despicable alt-right. Reluctant Trump voters will grieve at the Trump loss generally, and they'll lamp both uh, his win in the primaries and his loss in the general, but will generally acknowledge he failed his supporters. This will provide the opportunity for a healing, so long as each side recognizes the genuineness of the other side's grief. Never Trumpers must acknowledge that reluctant Trump voters felt that they had to do what they did and that they do not bear the stain of his sins. Again, this is a guy who needs anywhere between 15 and 20 million Trump voters. If Ben Shapiro legitimately thinks that the conservative Republican Party that he envisions, you know, the Reagan Republicans, the Reagan, you ever notice that the Ben Shapiro's never talk about the Bush Republicans? Why is that? They act like there was not a Republican president after Reagan. There was George Bush. He won two terms. Pretend he doesn't exist. Instead, rather it's Shapiro or Mark Levin or Glenn Beck. I heard Glenn Beck one day talking about trying to teach young millennials about Ronald Ray. Why? What about George Bush, stupid? What about George Bush, you retard? What? You, what? Oh, you don't want to talk? What do you think? You're you guys are effing nuts. You're 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 nuts, and you need Trump voters for this conservative utopia that you all have. You need alt right voters. This despicable alt right. You need them. Whoever you consider the alt right, you need. It's funny. They talk about the despicable alt-right as being what? Because if they're a minority of the Republican Party, then they should have no influence. Why even talk about them? Why even give them play? And if you consider Breitbart the alt-right, then your theory is real effed up because Breitbart has millions and millions and millions of people that go to their site. They're not all liberal. Spying on what's going on with the alt-right. So you see, people like Ben Shapiro are trying to do damage control because they're the boyfriend or the girlfriend or the husband or the wife that got into a fight and said, I hate you! I want you to die. 
And you can't walk that back. You can't walk it back. You're stuck. Why should anybody that supports Trump ever get behind Ben Shapiro if he goes, I really like this candidate, Bob Shanks. He's an awesome guy. Really? Well, you know what, Ben? If you like him, F him. And Shapiro knows it. Their conservative utopia is effed. Because without the Trump coalition, their conservative utopia is zero. Trump is for sure to lose. Well, you don't know that, stupid. You effing a-hole C-esser. You don't know that. You C-esser. It's Rob Zaccaro. Rob Zaccaro. She'll be right back. Yeah.
All right, we're back. That was uh, Baked Alaska. We love our cops. We love our law enforcement. All right, I wanted to talk. It's Rob Scary, Rob Scary Show. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on uh, iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on iTunes. Where else? Somewhere. Where else? Oh, Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so I want to talk about... Uh, the Doug Band revelation, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but I wanted to throw this out there. What do we always say? Whenever there's heavy, heavy, heavy stuff coming out on Hillary Clinton, okay? Whenever there's heavy stuff coming out of Hillary Clinton, and these WikiLeak memos today uh, talking about uh, Bill Clinton, Inc., and the fact that uh, Doug Band... Uh, set up, I, I don't know what, thirty million, thirty to fifty million dollars worth of uh, uh, cash deals. So basically, hey, you 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 give money to the uh, the the Clinton Foundation. Uh, you also uh, put uh, Bill Clinton on the payroll as a consultant. So yeah, you you're throwing a, a million or two uh, to the uh, Clinton Global, but you're also gonna give Bill a, a paycheck for the next uh, five, six, seven years. So this was a huge story. Now, of course, the media is not gonna cover it. They're not gonna talk about it. And this is stuff that's been out there. You know, this is stuff that this isn't like brand new. This isn't brand, you know, this has been out there. The media doesn't report on this. They don't investigate on this. They don't do 60 minutes on this. Jake Tapper, the hack, he, he doesn't investigate this. I mean, I hate to, 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 to use uh, uh, Joe Scarborough talking points. So I'm not a big fan of Joe. But the media, they use their investigative powers to look into uh, Donald Trump's charitable foundation. And, oh, my God, a picture of himself. And, oh, my God, Eric Siderman. Look, they don't have a Trump. uh, He doesn't have a permit. This is what they spent months doing. The Washington Post reporter, David Fahrenheit, he goes on uh, Chris Matthews with that goofy face of his. Yes, well, we discovered uh, since we've been investigating. that That's investigating. Nobody is investigating the Clinton Foundation because if they did, all of this stuff is there. All of these deals are there, but they don't. I mean, all these WikiLeaks emails have shown is Doug Band going, this is what I did. Hey, Chelsea, you little scumbag. But it's all there. If somebody wanted to investigate, if the Washington Post wanted to investigate, if they wanted to do what Peter Schweitzer did, that, of course, everyone on the left dismissed as just being... 
uh, a, a Republican, uh, you know, conservative, uh, 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 conspiracy. All, all they would have had to done is went, okay, so this company donated to Bill Clinton Foundation, and then they employed Bill Clinton as a consultant. Hmm, that's weird. Okay, now this company, they, uh, I mean, all this stuff is public record. It's all public record. It's there. It's there. It's 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 there. It's there. I mean, th- this is like legitimate controversy. Like this is legitimate shady, shady stuff. That this isn't Donald Trump. Having a $950 million law. And the best part is, it's like the left wants to have it both ways. So he has a $950 billion loss, or $950 million loss. Ah, he's a crappy businessman. He's a horrible businessman. He's a loser. Okay. And then he takes that $950 million loss and applies it to federal taxes for the next 10 years. Oh, how can he do that? Well, it's legal. It's legal. He's a horrible businessman. The horrible businessman used tax code to get a break. Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, they used their office. Forget the office. They, they basically said, hey, you're going to give this foundation money. You're, you're going to employ uh, my husband here. You, I mean, this stuff is just amazing. And what did the Washington Post found out? Donald Trump used money from his charity to buy a picture of himself. Oh, oh, oh wow. And Bill Clinton got 60 million dollars. And like I said before, it doesn't bother the left because, like I said, in the left's world, in the left's world, they could be against something, but, but if they don't like something more, then they'll, they'll live, they'll live with the bad thing. You know what I'm saying? They'll live with that. They'll live with they'll live with it. So liberals know that the Clintons are scumbags. They they I mean they know that the whole email server was BS. They know that Hillary Clinton sells that off. They know this. But in their mind, they go, Donald Trump is worse and and they're and they're fine with that so it's not that liberals have this awesome moral compass and they're just so much better than all of us on the right they just are able to do what it what what a what a wife who gets cheated on does as long as i don't see it as long as it's not in my face i mean Think about it. Donald Trump is a scumbag. 
He is a uh, he is a cheater. He is everything that just he's horrible. But yet Bill Clinton does the exact same thing. But in the left's mind, hey, hey, Bill Clinton created jobs. So, so, Bill Clinton gets a pass because he created, I don't know, 15 million new jobs during the tech boom where an effing retard could have created jobs. Like the world's most incompetent buffoon. I mean, you want to talk about a a retard? Corky from Life Goes On could have created jobs during the tech boom. So, in the liberals' mind, Bill Clinton gets a pass. I mean, my dad, if you bring up Bill Clinton's sex life and everything, I mean, coming in the Oval Office, and my dad goes, yeah, but... The economy was great. What? What? That's what liberals do. So, this is just breaking. Now, let's see. Now, let's see if this happens uh, to be the dominant headline tomorrow. Okay? If it is, we all got to come back. Well, we're all going to be back here. 7 o'clock. Eight. We're all gonna be back there, regardless. But let's say you so. I told you so. I told you so. So this Doug Band WikiLeaks stuff hit today, and it's the buzz. I mean, everybody's talking. The media's not talking about it, but it's on social media. You got the you know Fox News talking about it. It's starting to catch a little steam. You know, hack tappers trying to ignore it the best he can. Chris Matthews, uh, uh, the, the whole crew at MSNBC, they're trying to ignore it the best. ABC News, they're all trying to ignore it. And guess what just hit the news wire tonight? Just take a guess. Just take a guess. Come on. Take a guess. You ready? Come on, take a guess. Thirteenth accuser. Oh, go figure. Go figure. You've got all of this Hillary Clinton news happening today. You have the polls going from 12 to 3. Hillary Clinton is da- is up by 12. Now she's only up by 3. These fugazi polls. So you got the Doug Band information. Uh, I mean, you, you've got the Clintons, which everybody knew was going on, but now you actually have a guy that was part of the scam. A, admitting it, in emails, and B, admitting that the emails aren't fugazis. They're not Russian fakes. Remember Podesta said, well, if I got to go through and determine what's fake and what's not, 
Doug Band's people came out and said, no, those are real emails. Those are his emails. Those are 100% real. So they're not fake. So you got all this dropping, and what's the top story tonight at 9 to 10, 10, at 12 o'clock East Coast, 9 p.m. West Coast? The 13th woman has come forward. Miss Finland says Donald Trump grabbed her in 2006. Oh, go figure. (laughs) Go figure. Go figure. Miss Finland, Nimi Laikasana, says she was groped by Donald Trump 10 years ago. According to the Finnish newspaper, Ataya Sananomuta, which published its story Thursday, the incident took place in New York City in 06, just before Lankinson and three other Miss Universe contestants were set to appear alongside Trump on the late show with David Letterman. Before the show, we were photographed outside the building. Lankinson told, it's a... Trump stood next to me, and suddenly he squeezed my butt. He really grabbed my butt. I don't think anybody saw it. But I, Falanchkin, what is happening? What is happening? Langshin, now 30, added that she and other contestants attended a party where she recalled somebody told me, there that Trump liked me because I look like Melania. This left me disgusted. Lancashire now joins a growing list of women who've accused the presidential hopeful of unwanted touching, kissing, and even assault. Now again, remember... This is going on right now at midnight on the East Coast, 9 p.m. on the West Coast, after Doug Band, the polls, all this stuff that's been going on with Hillary Clinton. Now we got the 13th accuser. Many of those who've come forward in recent weeks have said they were motivated to do so following the release of the O5 recording, which Trump has heard boasting about grabbing and kissing women without consent. Lankerson, however, spoke out about Trump only after she was contacted by Itella Samara, whatever it is, as part of a series of interviews the paper was conducted with the Finnish woman who've met Trump. A spokesman for the candidate did not immediately respond to Yahoo News requests for comment on this latest accusation. Go figure. Go figure. So we got Doug Band emails saying, listen to me, Chelsea Clinton's a little scumbag. I've set up $30 million to go to Bill Clinton, which will turn out to $60 million if Hillary Clinton wins the White House and she's their first term. You got emails going, what? Who, who 
gave her this permission to have this private server? What? This is her own camp. You got polls going from 12 to 6. You got Fox News going 3. You got CNN going to 5. You got the AP going up to 14. You got Florida having Trump ahead. You got Ohio Trump ahead. You got Pennsylvania from Clinton plus six to plus three. And now all of a sudden, (laughs) at midnight on the East Coast, you have the 13th accuser coming out. Get the fuck out of here, guys. See, now just now we... You guys have forced me to use the fuck words. It's gonna have to be bleeped on on the goddamn. Oh, it's just stop. We jumped the sh- we jumped the shark with the, with the prostitute porn star, the forty three year old prostitute porn star that goes. I get paid to do gang bangs, and Donald Trump offered to pay me, and that's a story. We jumped the shark with that, and now we've really jumped the shark because, I, I, oh, Jesus Christ. And we will officially get into the media. And remember when I said, why isn't the media, media if, the, if, the, if, the poll, if the polls aren't rigged, they should freak out because Hillary has lost 10 points in less than a week. And if the me, I mean, what's going on? Then the media know the polls been rigged, and it's really about a one or two point race. The polls are where they've been to influence voters and to make Trump support go. Oh Jesus, what's the point? What's the point of donating? What's the point of voting? We lost. What's the point? So if the left, the media, Democrats, the left progressives. If they've known this and they're freaking out inside, this proves to now pull out number 13. They're hoping it's lucky 13. And if this story is all over the press tomorrow, if this is all gentlemen, I, I, I can't say I give up, but, uh, man, I... If it dominates tomorrow's news cycle, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But this is where we are. You got amazing admissions. I mean, just the fact that Doug Band has come out and said, those are my emails. They're not fugazi. And Julia Assange did not white out these emails and forge them. They are my emails. Just that alone. Just that alone. Is is shockwave. Like that. That's like a, a, a seven point five on the earthquake scale. That's seven point five. And it started to pick up some steam. And if it gets snuffed out tomorrow, Miss Finland, I don't know. So Rob Zakari Show, we're out of here. It's uh, 925 on the West Coast. It's uh, 
1225 on the East Coast. You guys have been great as always. Don't forget you can follow us at Spreaker at Spreaker.com. Go there. You can follow us at iTunes. Go there. You can follow us on Facebook, The Rob Zakari Show. You can follow us on Twitter, The Rob Zakari Show. And, of course, you can go to Blog Talk Radio, The Rob Zakari Show, and, of, uh, and, and Triple, of course, uh, iHeartRadio. Go there. Those are all the ways you can listen to the show. We'll see you guys tomorrow back here at like 7.08. I think that's the time it goes on. Um, <laughs> somebody on, on Periscope said, I wonder if Cosby, of course Cosby was... Yeah, I, I would say Cosby... <laughs> I would say... Listen. And I normally don't respond to the Periscope people because we don't do a Periscope show. We just put the Periscope on. Uh, and I think they do Facebook and YouTube and whatever it is because we have fans that go, dude, you got to do Periscope. That's the newest thing. It's awesome. Because this isn't a TV show. It's a, uh, it's a it's a radio show. So I don't play to the camera. But I will respond. We've done the thing about Cosby before. You got to remember, um, the majority of these Cosby scenarios um, are very suspect. When when you have actresses going to Bill Cosby's uh, hotel rooms, I mean, when, when you have a lot of this stuff going on, it's very suspect. You, you, when you have Janice Dickinson talking about uh, Bill Cosby called me up. I was at my house, and uh, uh, he called me up and said, hey, I want to discuss a part with you. And I said, awesome, great. I'll call her office. No, no, no. I want to discuss with you now. Come over to my hotel in Lake Tahoe. I'll fire up a jet for you to fly to Lake Tahoe. And Janice Dickinson goes, yeah, so what I did is I threw together some clothes. I got in a, a cab and went to the airport, and the private jet that was waiting flew me to Bill Cosby's hotel. And then I got the whole Bill Cosby's hotel. We poured some drinks. And he said, hey, I got this mixed drink for you, and I got a, a medicine for you. You told me you're on your period. This will call, help your period be better. Really? What is it? Don't worry about it. Take it. Next thing I knew, I took it, and then he assaulted me. Listen, a story like that, come on, man. An actress doesn't get on an airplane at 1 o'clock in the morning, a private jet, to go to a a guy who's going to develop a pilot for her. Please, stop. That's somebody who got the old fazole, someone that got the old sausage. And after she got the sausage, and a week later went, hey, what happened to that pilot? And he went, what do you mean, pilot? I ain't giving you no pilot. I gave you the the, the 12-inch sausage. That's what I gave you. But you promised me a pilot. Well, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. That's so effed up. I let you violate my tuchus. I let you spray your seed all over my face. And? Well, I wouldn't have done that if you weren't going to give me a pilot. Well, <laughs> I guess you got <laughs> I guess you got bamboozled, baby. Oh.
And that's a bunch of women that then are pissed off. There, so there you go. Uh, Yeah, I believe, for the most part, Bill Cosby uh, got... uh, uh, he he got bamboozled, right? He got bamboozled. He he got uh, screwed. So there, there's my first time I ever uh, responded to a Periscope, and you're welcome, my friend. Thank you for liking the show. All right, we're out of here, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. You are the the most awesome audience in the world. Spreaker, uh, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes. Uh, <laughs> I lose track. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And let's be back here tomorrow at 7.08 or 7.07, whatever time, because they do the commercials. Uh, and tell me if Miss Finland dominates the news cycle tomorrow. We'll see if that happens. We'll see you tomorrow. You guys are the best. See you later. Goodbye. Over and out. Bye-bye.